before we begin, just a quick note. Um, I put a trailer for the Wittenberg to Westphalia podcast on my last episode, but I didn't actually uh, talk about it on the show, and I do want to remedy that, because frankly, Benjamin Jacobs is a fantastic human being and a great fellow podcaster, and he's also in the club of people who have been having their podcast going for years and many dozens of episodes, and have not really gotten to their titular topic. So definitely recommend the Wittenberg to Westphalia podcast. The next episode should have audio from none other than myself. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, you've got, gosh, I think 89 episodes to go through, including some more recent stuff on the Popes. So everyone's favorite topic here. So yes, appreciate you guys all checking that out. Anyways, off we go. This is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. The historical stuff happens during the week, plus a modern cardinal on Saturdays. Sundays, we'll take a little bit of a break by covering some related topic, often as part of a multi-part Sunday series. Today is a Sunday, and we're continuing our efforts to condense and summarize the older, longer-form content of popular history into chunks suitable for easy consumption. By which I mean, I'm continuing those efforts, and I hope you're continuing to enjoy. These summaries have about the tenth of the runtime of the originals, so if something really grabs your interest, feel free to pope on back to those old episodes for more in-depth analysis and a whole lot more tensions. Now, if I didn't have complete creative control over this endeavor, I'd probably be convinced to call what we're doing in the Sunday series summarizing. But the reality is I do have complete control over this endeavor, and I'd like to do my part to contribute, or perhaps found, the noble movement for restoring the archaic sense of the word epitomize, as synonymous with summarize. So today, we're continuing our efforts to epitomize the old episode, episode 0.2 from Popular History, Moses and Friends, also Pharaoh. I don't count the Pharaoh of Egypt as one of Moses' friends because, simply put, Exodus tells us that Moses and Pharaoh were not friends. By the way, when I say X tells us in this series, you can be reasonably confident that I'm referring to a book of the Bible. I'll put the full list of books of the Bible, at least the full list as far as Roman Catholics are concerned, I'll put that full list in the show notes for this episode, and then moving forward I'll just assume you already know what they are. That'll help keep these summaries brief. I need all the help I can get with that. Anyways, the most famous things from Exodus have numbers connected to them. The twelve tribes of Israel. The ten plagues. The ten commandments. The forty years in the wilderness. Let's do those in order real quick before we cover the other five books I need to get to. The twelve tribes of Israel are the descendants of the twelve sons of Abraham's son Isaac, who got renamed Israel because God likes renaming people. Seriously, even Jesus went around renaming his disciples, and you can argue the Holy Spirit oversees the renaming when he helps the cardinals pick the next pope. Anyways, Pharaoh doesn't like the Jews, which is basically what those tribes collectively are, so their God-appointed leader, Moses, and his brother Aaron, have to convince Pharaoh to let them go using some pretty hardball tactics that I won't enumerate here, but collectively, they're the Ten Plagues culminating in the angel of death passing over the doors of the Israelites while killing the firstborn of the Egyptians. And that's how we get Passover. After the plague business, 
Moses parts the Red Sea long enough for the Israelites to get through, but not long enough for Pharaoh's chariots to follow them. And the whole nation sets off to wander in the desert for forty years, before they reach the land God promised them as Abraham's descendants back in Genesis. During the early stages of the wandering, God tells them what he wants them to do, which starts with the Ten Commandments and includes a bunch of other stuff Catholics generally ignore, called the Mosaic Law, or the Law of Moses. The Mosaic Law absolutely dominates the next stretch of the Bible, taking up the bulk of the discussion not only in the remaining portion of the book of Exodus, but also the books of Leviticus, famous for its focus on specifics of the law, Numbers, famous for its dryness and I guess for the snake on a staff symbol for medicine, and Deuteronomy, famous for kind of rehashing the previous stuff, but uh, different, I guess. Now, I somehow managed to also squeeze in the whole book of Joshua into Ot.2, so let's epitomize Joshua as a book that details the conquest of the Promised Land by Moses' chosen successor Joshua after Moses and pretty much the whole exile generation dies on the desert. The most famous story from Joshua is the way God knocked down the walls of the city of Jericho after the Israelites marched around them thirteen times, six on the first six days and seven on the seventh if you're wondering about that number. The second most famous story from Joshua is basically the first story of the book we see chronologically, the Israelites crossing the Jordan River to enter the Promised Land, also known as the Holy Land. Alright, so that's enough for today. You can't make me hype the Book of Numbers. But hey, most of the other Bible books covered today are chock full of hit stories, so check out this old episode on popular history if you want more in my style, or pick up a copy of literally the most popular book in human history to check out the original. Next Sunday, we'll cover the books of Judges, Ruth, and Job. And tomorrow, we'll continue with our elements of cardinalness. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.